Welcome back, welcome back. It's your boy Jay, the perspective with Clutch Sports Media, bringing you our digital sports podcast, updating for week number 10 of the NFL, giving you a clutch preview ahead of some NFL action for week number 10. Um, Tuesday, the NFL power rankings came out, and we also like to compete and give our power rankings, see how we fare with the experts, if you want to call it that. Clutch power rankings, our power rankings were Pittsburgh, well, actually, we had Kansas City 1, Pittsburgh 2, Green Bay, New Orleans, Buffalo, Seattle, Tampa, Tennessee, Arizona, and Baltimore. ESPN had it, Pittsburgh, Kansas City, Baltimore, Green Bay, New Orleans, Buffalo, Seattle, Tampa Bay, Tennessee, and Arizona. It's not too much a far off, you know, stretch, but, you know, that's our take on how the power ring should go. Now, looking ahead, as week 10 kicked off with Thursday night action with the battle for the AFC South between Tennessee and And Indianapolis Colts, which I honestly can say we took Indianapolis. I mean, we took Tennessee because I mean, I, I really honestly thought that you know Tennessee would have had a good, uh, better matchup than what they had, considering Indianapolis Colts defense is a dominant one, and they showed that as they held down Lamar Jackson the prior week, but. I honestly thought, you know, Tennessee led majority of the game, and it looked like it was going to be the Tannehill and maybe Derrick Henry show, and then Indianapolis defense came up stout. Phillip Rivers had a clean pocket. That was the key to the game. The key to the game was the clean pocket for Phillip Rivers. You you give Phillip Rivers time, and he knows it. And after after game interview, he even told him, you know, you counted this out. But give him enough time in the pocket, and he was able to deliver the ball down the field to make nice, nice passes. The coast is coming right with this one easily and take sole control of the division, but these two shall meet again in less than 15 days now. Well, yeah, Saturday. Um, it's kind of a game. I mean, the Colts are um, having a nice defense, but the offense, it, it kind of sputtered. You know, it's like you have to really look at Going long down, long depth, especially with the AFC playing the way the AFC is. The AFC has at least the top three teams, according to ESPN's power rankings. And you can look at it, and you can have a shocking upset there, but you have to really face it. Um, flashback Monday. Monday was the Patriots and the Jets. I mean, I understand it was a better Monday night game than the Sunday night game, considering Tampa Bay got blowed out by the Saints, which sets us up for Week 10's action of 
possibilities, hopes, and maybes. Because there's a lot of maybes in the NFC this year. Especially with the way the NFC East is playing right now. But as we flashback, Dalvin Cook ran all over the Lions. 22 for 206 yards. Since he's been back and he's not been injured, he's been on point to, I mean, I ain't gonna say it on point. He's leading the NFL rushing right now. And there's no signs of slowing up. Minnesota's won two games to improve to three and five. I mean, it could be. Tom Brady got swept Sunday night, like I said, with the Bucks losing to the Saints 38 to 3. The Buccaneers didn't even look like David was on the field. You wouldn't even know that Tampa Bay. Um, Ben Roethlisberger, after all the stuff he's been through, he's been cleared to play. He's been moved up along with several other Steelers players ahead of the Cincinnati-Pittsburgh matchup that's scheduled for Week 10, which Big Ben and the Steelers are only unbeaten team thus far through as we are now 10 weeks of football it's kind of shocking Seattle's coming off a loss after Buffalo dealt with them viciously the Chargers give up yet another one I mean heartbreak in heartbreak in LA as I mean Justin Abers I consider him better than Joe Barrow to some degree because, I mean, the kid is putting up numbers. He's right there, but that defense has to get it together if we're going to have talk of uh, Chargers at 2-6 and six trying to do anything. Um, the Bills' defense, two interceptions, five sacks on Russell Wilson, two fumbles recovered. The rushing, allow, the rushing yards that they allowed Seattle were 57. Passing yards, 362. The total yards were 419. I mean, the Bills' defense is not about to be tested. As we look ahead to the preview, we have them taking on Arizona Cardinals. Now, yes, NFC West, NF, AFC East, the Bills 7-2 first time in 1990. We'll just leave it right there. The Bills are doing good. Seattle's defense, on the other hand, just got torched. They just got murdered. There was nothing for them to do. It seems like uh, they're hard up. Especially now that New Orleans is now on the move, you have to really wonder what is going on with Seattle. I mean, they Russell Wilson is still... MVP material, I'm not going to doubt that, but you have to really take heed and see what's going on. Now, as we flash forward, uh, why do I want to give it to you? Clutch storylines ahead of week two. AFC top seeds, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, Tennessee, Kansas City. Well, take Tennessee out because they lost Thursday night. Clinch for Indianapolis, <laughs> Phillip Rivers, and the Colts. I mean, they deserve to be there. They have a nice stout defense for the Brewers. Is able to, you know, doubt his, 
doubt the haters with the, you know, talk about the week on. Um, is 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 a couple teams that, that that really get to the point where it's like, are they really gonna be this horrible? And mainly, I'm looking at the New York Jets. <laughs> But enough of the people. Let's get on into it. Let me get this stuff over with. We have a sportscaster show to go, and we've already wasted eight minutes just sitting here talking about preliminaries. Pittsburgh ain't no Big Ben has been placed on the COVID list. Like I said, that was a week ago. Tuesday's news. Big Ben is cleared. He's ready. And you thought that he was not going to be able to go on Sunday to maintain and try and possibly get to 9-0, I really did not doubt that. Especially not giving up tasks to Mason Rudolph or a backup. Whoever the backup would be, Duck, Mason. You never know with Steelers, but Tennessee lost, of course, Thursday night, which sets it up for Week 10's. Let's go. It's time for some action. Um, that was uh, Naheem Hines running over the Tennessee Titans. Philip Rivers making some clutch passes. And the Indianapolis Coast defense that stopped the Titans at 17 and said, that's enough. And Thursday night went just like that. Philip Rivers and the Colts, they get the win. They improve, and they are now Number one in the AFC South. Uh. All right. The GOAT battle, Brady Breeze, of course. Tampa, let me let me get Tampa, one loss, and it was miserable. It was horrible. It was ugly. It was not Tom Brady's best effort, and I've been following Tom Brady since he came into his starting position. When he came in as a backup, I was there watching. When Drew Blessing went out, I was like, oh, okay. And the kid ignited it. And we had a magical run. 20 years of this. I have a child in college, and all of my children come off of New England wins. But to watch Tom Brady have the game he had against the Saints, it almost week one, but at least the offense in week one actually produced something. This offense here did not produce Nathaniel. Nothing. It was three points. Only not to get swept. As the Saints would murder the Buccaneers in Tampa 38 to 3 after being picked to lose all week long. All we heard. But the following week, here we are now as Tampa looks to take on Carolina who hung in there with the Chiefs mind you week 9 t- Carolina Panthers and Teddy Bridgewater in the offense was like 3 points away from beating the ch- the defending champions yes that's how it went down but let me give you one good though the Dallas Cowboys almost got a win they actually got in there with Pittsburgh undefeated with a Nobody from the practice squad. Gilbert. This, I mean, 
What's his name? Blaine Gilbert? Blaine Gilbert? Gilbert Blaine? Whatever. But Dallas is 19 up on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Only to watch it slip away as Pittsburgh's defense was <laughs> holding him in the tracks. That was fun. The Patriots, Cam Newton on the Jets game. It was not pretty, but the game got the W. The W is a W. That is football. That is Sunday. Guess what? I'm happy the Patriots found a way to win that game because if you lose to the ONA Jets, now you're a question and you're suspect and pretty much your season's over because, hey, you could almost be like the two and six, two and seven Cowboys or the three, four and one Eagles or the two and six Washington or two and seven New York. The dumpster fire, which we call the NFC East, should fans be panicking right now? Yes, they should. Because guess what? If you're a Cowboys fan, a Washington fan, Philly fan, or a Giants fan, you're questioning what is going on. And guess what? If I'm a Patriots fan, I'm all Ready? Asking, what is going on right now? Anyway, moving ahead, Miami five and three. Wow, Miami! They started zero and three. Miami, impressive. Miami beat Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. It was like, what happened? Well, I can tell you what happened. Miami defense then came to life. Brian Flores is looking like comeback coach coach of the year material because he believed in the system and when nobody else got I mean 0-3 and they won and they have not stopped winning at 5-3 and three now they have a good matchup ahead of them Who? which we'll get into later on but that defense really got after Kyler Murray Miami has won their last five games um I was going to throw in the fact that Dallas had some hope, you know, with the way that they played the last game. But, you know, well, we just need that for our, our next segment, you know, as we move right on to it. Um, some clutch update highlights. Um, the Browns, Rob running back Nick Chubb, who was the former rushing leader of the year before Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry um, took off and ran away with this thing. Um, he's set to be reactivated this week after being injured. So that's a plus for him. Um, before Tennessee had the loss to the Colts, they struggled against the Bears, only beating the Bears 24-17. to That was like the Tennessee dive defense, pardon me, held the Bears scoreless until the fourth quarter. But the same scenario, instead, you're playing a team like the Colts who have Phillip Rivers at the helm and guess what they put the numbers up uh, we had Atlanta winning at home getting their first road win at home against the Denver Broncos oh good Atlanta's now going to play spoiler Jerry Judy the rookie him and Drew Locke combined I mean you know clinch hooked up say 7-125 for a touchdown 14 targets um, it looking like Denver who's now going to take on the Las Vegas Raiders of the division round, can win, they can get in. If they lose, well, to say 
They're out of there for right now. Speedball in the head. We have the Las Vegas and LA Chargers that have played and went down to the wire. The Chargers came up short, which set up the now infamous review. And of course, they come up short. The Raiders can dominate that one. And the Chargers now take their trip on down south to Miami. And it's the Tua and A Bear quarterback battle of rookies. Because guess what? Tua is starting in Miami. Miami's on a five game win winning streak. The Chargers, two and six. They are looking to get this thing going. Um, Justin A Bear, I would rather start him over a lot of other people. Just for the fact that the guy's really doing it. Less than honorable mention, the Houston, Texas, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. The battle of one and six. Okay. Keeping it real simple to play. Houston won. It wasn't a pretty win. It wasn't anything to be proud of. They're both trash right now. And it sucks that we're having to have to talk about this. But Jacksonville has to play Green Bay. Oh. What could be a loss for Green Bay, it could be a potential trap game for a rookie quarterback in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Houston, on the other hand, uh, just say they have a pretty good uphill battle ahead. Nothing spectacular there with them. Buffalo 7-2, Arizona 5-3. This is going to be our clutch game of the week. We're calling this as we go into week 10. This is the matchup that will be like setting up even more of the playoff preview segment that brings us to how we're going to see this thing shape up after 10 weeks of football. Buffalo 7-2. Like I said, they're coming off of beat Seattle. Arizona division rival. Arizona coming off a loss to the Miami Dolphins. It should be an interesting one. I mean, the Bills have 24 sacks. They're tied for six. The D can get at you. The eighth in the sack. Arizona at number 20. Josh Allen with 19 touchdowns, five interceptions. So, I don't see that it's going to be a problem for them to stop Kyler Murray. But watching game footage, it's going to be extremely tight to try and stop him because he can move. Buffalo, on the other hand, dead defense is looking like, hey, we just gave up a game to Tua. We're not giving up one to Allen. So look for a good matchup. Uh, <clears throat> Philadelphia is coming off a bye week. They get the Giants. The Giants who just beat the Washington football team. The Giants are... Giants and Washington... Oh, I don't believe we're right after the conversation. Philly's running the division 3-4-1. The Giants win. The Giants have a good chance of tying for first place in the division at 3-7. It's going to be wacky how the rundown goes with this division and how they shape up and they move. Just say, a win against Washington has the Philadelphia is looking to improve 4-4-1, and one, back to 500. With a win over a Giants team that last 
lost some close games, had a Dallas game, then played a Tampa team and led, and they beat the football team, of course. That was obvious. I mean, they're right there. They could have got Tampa. They could be having a better situation than what they're in right now. Now the NFC East is open up for grabs. Dallas has a bye week. Philadelphia has the Giants. Washington versus Detroit, 2-6 and six versus 3-5. and five. So Philly wins. They take the top dog in the NFC at 4-4-1. Washington beats Detroit 3-6 um, and six in Philly Law. And the Philly loss will get them 3-5-1. The Giants went over Philly will get them 3-7. But the Giants lost. Well, someone kills their last-ditch hopes for a season at 2-8 if they lose. So you're looking at 3, 4, and 1, 2, and 6, 2, and 7, 2, and 7. This is the NFC East, I mean, uh, you can't make this stuff up. It is, it is what it is, what it But it's an interesting tournament event because if Philly loses to the Giants, the Giants go on a two-game win streak, Washington actually beats them, then now you have a crazy turn of events. I mean, it, it just sounds like it just sounds like a lot, but it really is an interesting kind of sort of matchup. All right, um, speeding right ahead here, speeding right ahead here. All right. Um. Well, we're just gonna go ahead and get right into the AFC Pittsburgh Steelers eight low, Kansas City eight and one, Buffalo seven and two, Miami's at five and three, Tennessee six and three, Baltimore six and two, Indianapolis Colts are six and three, currently are sitting atop the division over Tennessee because they lost week. 10 opening Thursday night football. Oh. Oh. His name, I'm sorry, I wanted to get that out. Um, the Dallas Cowboys' fourth quarterback this far this season was Garrett Gilbert, who actually officially ran the Cowboys' offense. They got them in position where they almost won. You know, it came down to a, a, a pretty close matchup. But, I mean, when you really get down to it, the, the Cowboys could have actually took that game and won and upset the Steelers. Which will be interesting to see how Joe Burrow and the Beagles fare as they are now set to take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, this is your host, Jade, The Perspective, and this has been a Clutch Sports Media Week 9, Week 10 Clutch Review slash Preview Look Ahead. Um, stay tuned as we will be updating more episodes. This is Saturday, and I have a lot to get out, and I'll be back. I'm your host, Jay, The Perspective, and this is Clutch Sports Media.